Namaste. Welcome to another episode of the Ilonga Yogi Podcast. My name is Kate, and I share stories on yoga, mindfulness, fitness, mental health, and wellness. For today's episode, I'll be talking about how to make your period your guru and not your enemy. But before we get into that, let's just start with a few moments of silence. So treat this as a quick refresh from whatever it was you were doing before. Wherever you are, get comfortable. You can keep your eyes open, especially if you're driving or walking, or if you're able to close your eyes. Take three deep breaths with me. Inhale. And exhale. Again, breathe in. And breathe out. One more time. Inhale. And exhale. Very slowly, come out of the stillness, blink your eyes open, and thank you for sharing that moment with me. So for today's episode, in honor of Women's Month, I wanted to talk about the period. And even until now, this subject is still very taboo, especially in my country, the Philippines. And I know that it's taboo in many other countries, but I want to focus today on my country, the Philippines, because I know that most of you listening are also from the Philippines. And I think that we here definitely need to talk about it more. If it weren't for the workshops and classes that I've attended on uh, the female body and womanhood and the period, I would have never understood its real purpose, nor would I have learned to appreciate it, which is very sad because conversations like this should start at home. And even in schools, we don't really go into it as much as we should or we're fed the wrong information. Not only that, but in the Filipino culture, there are so many beliefs and practices around the period that don't make any sense or could be degrading for a woman. Like, I know so many because, like, I firsthand have experienced these. For example, my mom told me that when you first get your period, I should jump off like a few flights of stairs. So I think it's either it doesn't stunt your growth or so that your period doesn't last too long, something like that. And I think I did that. Like I legit did that. And first of all, that's like dangerous. Um, but that's that's one. A se- another one, a second one would be to not drink coconut juice or buku juice when you're on your period. But I don't know. Like, I mean, I know moms who who drink buku juice or coconut juice whenever they're in labor because it's kind of like Gatorade, like it kind of rehydrates them, gives them the energy, replenishes them during labor. So I don't know why that would be bad if you're on your period. Um, And in the workshops that I have attended, they totally debunked this. So 
I don't know. For me, the reasons that I know of, they don't add up. So I don't I don't know if that's like really a bad thing, but I feel like it's not a bad thing. Another thing is that, oh, this one's good. You should wipe your actual period blood on your face when you first get your period so you don't get acne. I mean, I didn't do that. <laughs> Probably I was tempted to do that thinking that that's what I should be doing because I know that, you know, for those listening who are Filipino, we all, most of us have, um, we have maids, we have helpers at home. And you know that <laughs> my helper told me to do that, but I don't think I did that. <laughs> I, I, I hope I didn't. Another thing is um, that I really want to talk about is about like tampons and menstrual cups and reusable washable pads. I feel like when it comes to the reusable washable pads, more Filipinos kind of get that. But the tampons and the menstrual cups, I know that that's a controversial one <laughs> because I know that many Filipinas, including my relatives, still think that if you use a tampon or a menstrual cup, that'll take away your virginity. And I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they've never used one or they've never seen one in their entire life. If they have, they're probably like, oh, my gosh, that's too much for me. But we all know that that's not really true and we all know that you know using tampons using menstrual cups they're actually very helpful like for us who are very active it just makes things a lot easier especially menstrual cups since it's better for your health and for the environment but many people don't get that and are kind of embarrassed about that you know we don't talk about that so much I remember I never saw a tampon or ever use a tampon until I moved to the states like after college I swear which is like insane to think of but it's a truth because here in the Philippines we're all uh, raised to just use like napkins and panty liners and that's it and they're very rarely would you find tampons and they're very very expensive too so there's that <laughs> so with all of that you can pretty much tell that Filipino women are kind of clueless about the period or don't really understand it as much as we should and I like graduated college still not knowing and understanding my own period and and instead, I looked at my period as a crutch, something that brings me pain, makes me suffer, something that brings out the worst in me, like it's a burden. And I think media also likes to portray the period like that too. But I've learned now that that's completely wrong. It doesn't have to be that way. And it's so sad to me that our world enables and perpetuates this false idea of the period. They, they kind of normalize that when it's not supposed to be normal, you know? I really, I really do wish schools like have an avenue to really talk about this, about the truth about our periods, like the beauty of it, like help us appreciate the period and understand it better and understand our bodies better because I honestly learned everything I needed to learn about my period from a yoga teacher and not like, let's say my science teacher. And speaking of yoga, although yoga has helped me connect with my period in a very positive way, there are also a few practices and beliefs that uh, about the about the period in yoga that are not quite true. Um, there are several things, but again, I can't really speak on that because I'm not uh, I'm not really uh, good at that, or I don't really know much about it. But what I do know from based on my experience, like for example, doing inversions, most teachers will tell you you shouldn't do that. But from what I know, there hasn't been much research that actually says that doing inversions on your period 
affects your period in a negative way or anything or affects your body in a negative way so for me i just want to focus on how you feel in your body like it's all about how you feel when you practice yoga does it make you feel good or does it make you feel worse when you're on your period i know that some people feel pretty normal when they have their period and actually just prefer to continue practicing um, whether that's doing an inversion or not for me personally i practice a more gentle and a mellow yoga class when i'm on my period because it helps lessen like my body aches which i get when i'm on my period i'd rather move my body instead of doing nothing because that just makes my period symptoms a lot more manageable and i know some people who can barely get up either when they're on their period like they're in so much pain so of course naturally they can't do anything <laughs> it's hard for them to even get out of bed what more to step on a mat or move same goes when it comes to working out um there are differences for each person for each woman and like for me i prefer to not work out at all when i'm on my period so the first three days and sometimes even like the days leading up to that it depends because there are some moments when right before my period i have so much energy and i'm able to work out and then like the same day i get my period um there are some days when i can't really move before my period i feel terrible already so it just depends so when i'm on my period though i don't work out i take a break i rest for the first three days but right after that i get back on track because i know if i stop for too long i get lazy so <laughs> that's for me and when i force myself to work out when i'm on my period i just notice i don't have the strength or the speed or like just the energy to move or do anything beyond like <laughs> beyond stretching so if i have to like lift something or run it's just so hard it takes so much out of me to do that so i just take a break um but i know others too like my gym mates who still work out even when they're on their period and they feel a difference but they're still able to to pull through so again it just depends on each person um it depends on how you feel if you feel good then keep doing it if you don't feel good then don't do it always listen to your body and listen to yourself and it's okay to give your time to rest especially when you're on your period during times of resting though and not working out i know that that can also affect your mental health because it affects mine so it's definitely a balancing act like a few days before i get my period i know that i'm moody i'm sure that if you're listening some of you can probably relate we get a little bit emotional it's because you know our hormones are kind of shifting things are changing in our body to make way for the period and i think that's a beautiful thing you know our energy has to shift in order for us to have our period and so if it, that means we need to change our routine then so be it that's what i do so days before i get my period i start to feel sensitive even to the point of feeling depressed and if there's a change in my routine and productivity that also makes me feel mentally unwell so you know like sometimes if you're not really mindful of your period and your body and the and the rhythm and your energy and all that stuff it's gonna take a toll on you because you're gonna end up blaming it on yourself and sometimes it just becomes like this snowball effect of feeling depressed and then worse than you did to begin with um, but now that i'm more aware of my cycle and my period and my energy levels 
I know that if something is changing, I look at my cycle like right away. And then that's how I know that, ah, okay, I'm probably ovulating now or probably I'm, I'm about to get my period. So it's easier to keep track of my mental health too. I also know that there are some, I have friends who only get depressed or who are like legit diagnosed by, with depression when they're on their period or when they're about to get their period. And then right after that, it's like nothing even happened. You know, they're back to normal. Um, so, you know, the period can affect your mental health and the changes that you go through definitely affects your mental health. So it's important for us to to tap into that, to our period and our cycle so that we can understand the rhythm of our of our body and of our cycle and of our mental health and our emotional health and all of that. The thing is, I would have never understood my cycle and how frequently it affects my mental health, my body, my energy, my strength, my speed, my productivity, emotions, social life, work, if it weren't for my mindfulness practice, which is something we don't learn like in school. <laughs> That's not taught in school. I learned this from yoga and from my own personal practice. So our period is so amazing. I, that's the only reason why I appreciate it so much now. It tells us so much about ourselves. You know, unlike men, this is something that my teacher has told me too. Unlike men, we have a monthly like check-in from our body that tells us like the status of our health. How are we doing mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of that. We can tell that just by looking at our cycle and our period. And that's so cool. Like nobody else can do that. No, I mean like not men, but isn't that interesting? And because of that, that made me look at my period in a completely different way. I learned that if my period hurts, there's something wrong in my lifestyle. The period is not supposed to hurt that much. And that like shook me, to be honest, because my period has been so painful for a very long time. And I've been brainwashed to believe that that's normal. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with endometriosis and I had to go through like surgery for that. Like it was a roller coaster ride, but I was very much overwhelmed because I didn't understand what was going on. You know, I had my mom here and she was kind of taking over and I really didn't understand my body that time, nor did I understand what was what was going on, what they were going to do to me. I don't know. So <laughs> that was my experience and it was painful. You know, it was very, very painful. Even after going through surgery, my OB wanted me to stop my period to take pills and I didn't I didn't get that like I was like no way but I understand now why that's necessary I get it I really truly get it I'm not saying that my OB was wrong but for me I was like no because that's gonna make me lose a part of myself like that's gonna make me lose that connection that I have with myself and I'm so glad that I didn't push through with it because ever since then, I wanted to figure out how to change my diet, how to listen to my body, and how to take care of myself better to improve my cycle and my period so that it never happens again. Because I don't want to get to that point where I take pills just to stop my period. And I don't want it to get to that point where it stops me from having kids or getting pregnant in the future. Because of something so terrible like endometriosis, I used my mindfulness, mindfulness practice to befriend my period. So it was a painful experience, but it was because of that that now I understand my period more. 
not only tracking my period through apps, which I think most of you probably already do, but even understanding the phases of the cycle, how like each week something changes with us, within us, that's pretty cool, you know, <laughs> that's like interesting to me. Um, and using that to my advantage, especially for work, for my social life, for self-care purposes, that has changed my life. That was That has been very life-changing for sure. I noticed that resting more is actually really good for me. And even though society labels that as laziness for me I noticed that because I choose to rest more my period has has gotten so much better like my period is on time it's regular and for so many years it was irregular I couldn't even guess when my period would come like now on the dot it comes at this on the same day with just slight variations here and there but that's that says something that says something especially now that I don't pressure myself as much because of work or just because of different things my period just feels so much better I know that because I'm so much less stressed now compared to when I was diagnosed with endometriosis and now my period is less painful I still feel pain but it's not as bad it's so much more bearable now Having a consistent yoga and workout routine has felt really good too, physically and mentally. And I know that it keeps my cycle in check, especially since I started doing CrossFit two years ago. And that's been like the biggest change in my life, doing CrossFit every single day and then changing the way I eat because of my CrossFit, uh, my workouts, my CrossFit journey. I know that that has impacted my cycle and my period as well. You know, now I eat more mindfully. I drink, I try my best to drink more water. I'm not good at it, but I'm definitely better than I was before. I'm more aware of it. <laughs> and then I'm, now I watch my dairy intake. I try to lessen it as much as possible. I don't eat like desserts every single day anymore. It's, I kind of eat it like probably once a week, twice a week as much. Mm, yeah, it depends, but definitely less than before. And now I also watch how my body responds to certain foods. Um, that way I can tell like, oh, my body doesn't like this when I'm at this particular part of my fa of my cycle. And that helps me manage my period symptoms. So just like overall being more mindful of what I eat, what I drink, um, how I rest, how I work, how I socialize and interact with other people, that has made an impact on my cycle. I know that because I'm in a better place physically, emotionally, mentally, my period has been a better experience. Like I feel more connected to it and I don't see it as an enemy anymore. I never took any any medication. I didn't take pills ever in my life. All I did was change my lifestyle and make a huge move to to the province instead of staying in a very toxic city. And now I'm happier with my cycle. I really am. I no longer see it as a burden like I did before. Instead, now I've learned to flow in unison with my cycle and let my body and my period dictate my lifestyle choices. I love my period for being my own personal guru, kind of my own guide, my own teacher, and for being a beautiful and powerful symbol for us women. Like this is what it means to be a woman. And for me, I truly appreciate that. 
every time I get my period, I remind myself my period is an indicator of where I am right now and what I need, what I lack. My period is here because in the future, this is what will help me get pregnant and create life within me. And that's like a magical, amazing thing that not many people get to say for themselves. And because of that, now I love my period and I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed my little story and just me talking about the period and just talking about how and what it means to be a woman and all that stuff. (laughs) But I really did enjoy this conversation and I hope that it you know, changes your perspective a little bit and helps you find uh, a better connection with your own cycle and your period. I hope this encourages you in any way to change your lifestyle as well, to become more mindful in your lifestyle choices and to take care of your body, to take care of your mental health and just take care of yourself in general. So if you like this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you could share it on Facebook, on Instagram or anywhere, share it with a friend even and follow me online at Ilonga Yogi as well as checking out my website for updates. It's www.ilongayogi.com. Until the next one, again, happy Women's Month and goodbye, guys. Thanks for listening.